0: Listening to Work from the Weight, a personal weight loss journey podcast, a place to share the ups and downs, the experiences, and the science of weight loss, all to encourage you to reach your own weight loss goals. Here's your host,
1: Randy Black. On this episode, we're going to be quickly looking at. 25 separate fad diets to help you on your weight loss journey. While fad diets often promise quick weight loss results, it is essential to approach them with caution and to prioritize your long-term health. These diets may not be sustainable, and their effectiveness can vary from person to person. On today's episode, we're going to go through these diets by giving you a brief description, information about them so that you need to consider. You'll have the description, you'll have pros, you'll have cons. These are all things to think about while you go on this weight loss journey. Remember that the best thing you can do before you start any diet, fat or not, is to consult with a healthcare professional or a registered dietitian so that you make sure that you are getting the personal guidance you need to be successful. Let's start off with the cleanse diet. Uh, The cleanse diet is a short-term diet that is focused on detoxifying the body by consuming only specific foods or liquids for a set period of time. The pros to this is that it may promote weight loss and eliminate toxins from the body, but the cons are that it often lacks essential nutrients your body needs that it is unsustainable, and it may even lead to muscle loss that is unintended. Our second fad diet is the 500-calorie or the very low-calorie diet. This is an extremely low-calorie intake that is used to gain rapid weight loss. The pros of it is that it's quick initial weight loss, so you drop the pounds very, very fast. But the cons are that it can be dangerous. It may cause muscle loss. It may lead to nutrient deficiencies. And it could lead to a metabolic slowdown in your body. Third diet is the vegan diet. So it excludes all animal products and emphasizes plant-based foods only. The pros to the vegan diet are that it may improve your health for your heart. It may lower your cancer risk and it may reduce your own environmental impact. The cons are, though, that it requires careful planning to avoid nutrient deficiencies, like deficiencies in vitamin B12 and in iron. Our fourth diet on the list is the HCG diet. This combines a very low-calorie diet with human coronic gonototropin, um, that's a, that's a hormone uh, that is natural in the body, but this diet adds injections of that. The pros to it are, and these are controversial, that you will have rapid weight loss. The cons to it, though, are that it's questionable for its safety and its efficacy. There are potential side effects can, that can occur from it, and there is limited long-term research to back up its results. Number five, this one is a flashback that I hadn't heard of for a while, but the grapefruit diet. This diet focuses on consuming grapefruit or grapefruit juice before meals to promote weight loss. The pros are that it's low in calories and it may aid in weight loss, but the cons are that there's limited food variety in your diet. It is not sustainable and it may interact with certain medications that you may take. Our sixth diet on the list is the baby food diet. This involves replacing regular meals with jars of baby food. And that doesn't necessarily have to be actual baby food. It can just be portion control and the size of a baby food jar. The pros are the portion control, that it is low in calories, so it does lead to weight loss. The cons, though, are the lack of variety in the diet, that it is not nutritionally balanced, and it may not be suitable for all adults. Number seven on our list is the alkaline diet. This diet promotes foods that alkalize the body. They emphasize fruits and vegetables in this diet. The pros are that it does encourage a diet rich in produce. The cons, though, are that it lacks any scientific evidence. It restricts some healthy foods from being in, in taken into your body, and it may be too restrictive for most people. Number eight, is another cleanse diet, but this is the master cleanse or the lemonade diet. This diet consists of lemon juice, maple syrup, cayenne pepper, and water mixed together and drank for so many days. If you've ever watched The Office, uh, there's an episode where the entire staff at The Office of Dunder Mifflin is, is taking part in a weight loss competition, and you see Kelly Kapoor drinking this in the episode trying to lose weight. The pros to this are that it is a short-term detox, and it can lead to some potential weight loss. The cons, though, are that it is extreme calorie restriction, it lacks nutrients that your body needs, and it really isn't suitable for long-term use. Are you
0: enjoying what you're hearing? Head over to com slash support to donate to the show or join one of our listener membership levels starting at just $1 per month.
1: Number nine on our list is the werewolf diet. This diet involves eating in sync with the lunar calendar, including fasting during the periods of the full moon. The pros, (laughs) there's none. There is no scientific evidence to support this diet in any way. The cons of it are that it lacks the scientific basis and it can lead to some potential nutrient deficiencies during that period when you're not eating. Number 10 is the Atkins diet. It is a low-carbohydrate, high-fat diet with various phases that you you take part through. The pros are that it leads to rapid weight loss initially and it improves your blood sugar control. Cons, though, are that it is restrictive, and it may lead to nutrient deficiencies. And the long-term health effects of this diet are not completely clear. Number 11 is the carnivore diet. I've heard a lot about the carnivore diet lately, uh, especially um, if you listen to Curry and the Keeper or um, Living Up in a Down World. Two great podcasts out there. If you haven't haven't heard them, go check them out. But the host on Living Up in a Down World, A Husband and Wife, and The Keeper on Curry and the Keeper are taking part in a carnivore diet and have talked about it a lot uh, and the success that they're having with it. But the carnivore diet consists of eating primarily animal products with no plant foods, so you're eating a lot of meat. The pros are there is some anecdotal reports of improved health, but the cons are that it lacks the essential nutrients the body needs from plants, it may raise your cholesterol, and the long-term risks are really uncertain. No one's really sure if it's going to have a long-term damage to the body. Number 12 on our list is the Mediterranean diet. This diet emphasizes whole grains, fruits, vegetables, fish, and olive oil. The pros are that it is a heart-healthy diet. It promotes longevity, and it is a well-balanced diet. The cons are that really there's none, none that are significant, uh, but it may require adjusting to some new eating habits to get used to the changes of eating these things uh, in, in that diet. Number 13 on our list is the whole 30 diet. Uh, it eliminates processed foods, sugars, grains, legumes, or beans, and dairy for 30 days. The pros are that it encourages whole foods and it may help identify food sensitivities that an individual has. Uh, the cons of it are that it is restrictive, it is difficult to maintain. And it really lacks any long-term guidance guidelines for what to do after you hit that 30 days. Number 14 is one that uh, I haven't heard of for a while either, especially after the scandal that happened, but that would be the subway diet. Uh, the divide, this diet includes uh, or involves eating only subway sandwiches, yes, subway sandwiches to control calorie intake. Uh, the pros of it are that there it is, portion control, and it is convenience. You could just pop into Subway, order your sandwich, go home, eat it. The, the cons, though, are that it is limited in the food variety. It does lack the balance that you need to have a proper diet, and it may not meet all of your nutritional needs. Number 15 is a vegetarian diet. This diet excludes meat and fish, but includes plant-based foods. It may reduce the risk of chronic diseases, that's a pro, and it is environmentally friendly, apparently, that's a pro. The cons, though, are that it requires planning to avoid nutrient deficiencies like vitamin B12 and iron, very similar to the vegan diet. Number 16 on our list is the paleo diet. This diet emphasizes foods believed to be available to the paleolithic humans, such as meat, nuts, and seeds. The pros to this diet are that it does promote whole foods, and it may aid in weight loss. Cons, though, are that it is restrictive. Uh, It lacks grains, it lacks dairy, and it lacks long-term research to back up any results that may or may not happen. Number 17 on our list is the keto diet. The keto diet is very low-carb, high-fat, and it induces your body into ketosis, a period in which the body is burning fat for energy uh, rather than carbohydrates. The pros to this are you see rapid weight loss. It improves blood sugar control in some people. Cons though there is that it is restrictive and it may lead to nutrient deficiencies in your diet and it could have some potential side effects.
0: Work from the Weight is produced by Johns Creek Studios in Milton, West Virginia. John's Creek Studios is your ultimate solution for producing your podcast. To learn more about John's Creek Studios, visit their website at johnscreekstudios.com. John's Creek Studios,
1: where podcast dreams come true. Number 18 on our list is the plant-based diet. The plant-based diet focuses on plant foods, while allowing some animal products in moderation. Pros are that it may reduce the risk of chronic diseases, and it may promote environmental sustainability. But the cons are that it requires a nutri- attention to nutrient balance, especially if animal products are limited. Similar to vegetarian, similar to vegan. You have to be careful with it. Number 19 is the zone diet. The zone diet is about balancing macronutrients, so carbs, proteins, fats, And this is done to control insulin levels. Pros of the zone diet are that it promotes balanced eating, and it may aid in weight loss. Cons, though, is it can be complex to follow, and the long-term effects of it are not well documented among health professionals. Number 20 on our list is the cookie diet. This diet replaces meals with specifically formulated cookies that you purchase. Pros are that it does it does promote portion control, and it is convenient. You just grab the package with the cookie, eat it, and be on your way. The cons, though, are that there is limited food variety, it is not nutritionally balanced, and it may not be sustainable in the long term. Number 21 on our list is raw food diet. This diet consists of eating uncooked, unprocessed plant foods. Pros are that it is high in nutrients and enzymes, but the concept that it can be difficult to meet your nutritional needs of your body. It lacks variety and it may pose some food safety concerns. Number 22 is the South Beach diet, another one I hadn't heard of for a while. But the South Beach diet focuses on controlling carbs and promoting healthy fats and lean proteins. Pros to this are that it is balanced and it is sustainable and it is a great approach toward weight loss because of those reasons. The cons, though, are that it may be costly, and it does require a lot of meal planning on your part. Number 23 on our list is the DASH diet, D-A-S-H, all capital letters. It's designed to lower blood pressure by emphasizing fruits, vegetables, and low-fat dairy. Pros are that it is heart-healthy, and it supports blood pressure management. The cons, though, are that it requires dietary changes, and it may be challenging for some individuals. Number 24 on our list is the blood type diet. This diet supposedly tailors the dil- your diet recommendations based on your blood type. Pros of this are, are none. There's no scientific proven evidence that this diet has any merit in any way. Cons of it are it lacks scientific evidence. It is extremely restrictive and it may lead to nutritional imbalances in your body. And the last diet on our list is the macrobiotic diet. This is a diet that emphasizes whole grains, locally sourced vegetables, beans, uh, sea vegetables, and occasionally fish. Uh, It's often associated with the principles of balance and harmony. The pros of it are that it promotes whole foods. It encourages mindfulness in eating, and it may lead to a balanced and healthy lifestyle for some individuals. Conso are that it can be very restrictive and challenging to follow. It may require extensive cooking and preparation and may not meet all of your nutritional needs without careful planning. And some versions of this diet may limit certain food groups, leading to potential nutritional deficiencies. While these fad diets may lead to short term weight loss for some individuals, they often lack long term sustainability. And scientific backing. It's crucial to prioritize a balanced, whole foods based diet for lasting health and weight management. So consult with your healthcare professional or registered dietitian to develop a personalized and sustainable nutrition plan that suits your individual needs and goals as you work from the weight. It's time. It's time it's weekly weigh-in time. As of the recording of this episode, I weighed in at 397.8 pounds. That is down almost a pound. I'm happy for that. Um, I'm still struggling to get back in the the, the swing of things of getting out and moving more and everything. But I've been doing that at work. (laughs) Even with going to the conference I went to this week, I was still able to get up and move around some while I was there um, and, and keep my movement level up. I've also been able to to watch what I've eaten a little bit better, um, and that's helped me to lose that pound this week and, and move down the scale some. Uh, I hope that um, these weekly weigh-ins are are helping people to to see that I'm working hard at trying to hold myself accountable in this process to to show that I really am trying to work from the weight that i've I've allowed myself to pick up and and not drop uh, if If you want to get more updates about my progress. Um, I, I tend to post things like my when I go for my walk, I'll post my stats for my walk or when I do uh I'll post their stats from my CPAP machine for the night so I can show, hey, I'm hitting these goals each night to make sure I'm doing my best. Uh, you can head over to work from the weight dot com slash support. That'll take you to a page where you can uh support the show, or you can sign up for a membership level for as little as a dollar a month as a weight loss warrior. And we will be glad to have you as a supporter as a weight loss warrior. On the next episode of Work from the Weight, we're going to be taking a look at the impact that social media can have on an individual's body. Uh, it may end up being a very, very heavy episode as I've worked through the content. Um, preparing my notes and things for it. So be prepared for that. Uh, but until next time, just keep working from the weight.
0: Thank you for listening to Work From The Weight, a personal weight loss journey podcast. Visit workfromtheweight.com follow to see how you can follow the show and receive new episodes automatically when they're released.